Welcome to Knowledge for Caregivers. My name is Kathy, the host of this podcast. Since I have been a geriatric nurse for almost 10 years, helping seniors age in place, I'm going to give you the knowledge that I used to help my own family so you can help your family. Welcome back to this episode. This time, I'm going to talk about general anxiety disorder and anxiety disorders in general. I had someone once tell me that when things were really stressful at work, all they had to do was sleep on it and the next day everything was fine. They felt like I should take their advice. For someone who doesn't experience the real anxiety disorder, that seems like a good piece of advice. Go home, take a hot bath, sleep on it, and your anxiety will go away. The reason I say that is people who don't struggle with mental health issues really have a hard time putting themselves in the shoes of someone who does. When I'm talking about anxiety, I'm not talking about being a little nervous, having a stressful day, getting those butterflies before a big speech. What I'm talking about is something that is very intense. I guess the best way I can describe it is imagine you're walking down a dark alley by yourself, maybe as a female, you hear noises or people following you, and you have that terror of, is somebody going to hurt me? Especially as a female, I think sometimes that can be a scary thing for us. The only way I can describe anxiety is in that moment when you have that terror that something bad is going to happen to you. That is what a person feels with general anxiety disorder, sometimes with everyday things. For instance, if they have an anxiety about cockroaches, they will feel that terror that you feel in a dark alley when you are about to face a real physical situation that you could be hurt in. They know that that cockroach logically cannot hurt them, but they cannot get rid of the terror that fills their body and their mind about that cockroach. I know that seems a little silly to say, but it's the best way I know how to describe anxiety to people. The reason that I talk about anxiety is that there are older people who do have anxiety. The study I read said that about 5 to 10% of older adults have general anxiety. This general anxiety can also cause them to have depression. The way general anxiety manifests can be several different ways. Some people just have these racing thoughts and they can't stop them. They just go nonstop and they can't control their brain. These will be people that might just start talking incessantly about something. Sometimes they just become obsessed about some physical ailment that you can't seem to get through to them logically. Sometimes it's a physical manifestation. Their heart racing, they're short of breath, their whole body is tense. The reason that their body is responding that way is that for them it is a terror and they have a response or we all have a response called fight or flight. That means we're going to either stand and fight against this danger or we're going to run away. Therefore, our body is getting ready to run away or fight with this increased heart rate, increased respirations, and your muscles getting very tense, ready to do something. Unfortunately, with general anxiety disorder, we have this response 
to something that is not an actual danger to us. And it is a response that we can't always control. Why do I talk about this? Because many of our older adults, they didn't grow up in an era where we talked about mental health. The problem with older adults is if they come into their doctor and say, I'm having this racing heart, I get really short of breath, and I start having trouble thinking. The person that's older is going to think that they have a physical problem. And they actually could have a physical problem. Or they could actually have a mental health problem. Maybe it's something they struggled with their whole life, but they were not aware of it. And now as they're older, and the anxiety gets greater because of more stress in our lives from physical problems, financial problems, and loss of loved ones, they began to have more anxiety. So the doctor starts looking around. Is there something going on with their heart? Is there something going on with their lungs? And they began to look for physical problems. Sometimes people can have both the physical and the mental health, but only the physical part is addressed and diagnosed. People who have this general anxiety can also mimic maybe having a thyroid problem, maybe having a cardiovascular problem. Under the general anxiety disorder, there is also a category that is called social anxiety. The reason I talk about social anxiety is that, again, it's a terror, okay? It's a terror that somebody's going to think about you in a negative manner. You have a terror, not just, I don't like to use the word anxiety. That's the official word. Because most people think, oh, well, you can get over that. You can explain it away logically. But you have a terror of being around people with authority. You freeze up when you're supposed to speak up. You may have a terror of eating in front of people. You may have a terror of using public restrooms. So think about somebody who's older who has a social anxiety disorder. They need to go to the doctor. He's a person of authority, and they're afraid he's going to think negative of them. They have a hard time telling him what is going on. Why do I talk about general anxiety and social anxiety, and why do I think it's an important topic? I'll be honest. I have struggled with it. I didn't really understand it. I had symptoms of anxiety probably in my 30s, where I had this dizzy spell, these racing hearts, and I had no idea why I was having this. It wasn't until it became extremely chronic, where it wouldn't stop that I realized, oh, I have an anxiety disorder. I didn't even know about social anxiety until a family member was diagnosed with it. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's what I've always struggled with. It's hard to go to the doctor for me and to tell him honestly what's going on. Because I have this terror that he's going to think negative of me. I have this terror that he's a person of authority. I've had clients where they don't like strangers to come into their home. They have a really hard time with caregivers. The family gets very frustrated because they just want the family member with them. Many times I have to try to educate the family and say, we need to look deeper. This person could be struggling with a social anxiety disorder. Sometimes when families understand that, you can't go into a person who has an anxiety disorder and think you're going to logically talk them out of their anxiety. Sometimes if you can't get past that anxiety, then it's time to bring in professionals, mental health professionals. They may need some counseling. They may need some medication. But it's important if you think your loved one has that to do your research and began to investigate, how can I help them through this process? 
sometimes what the family does is they just forget trying to bring in help and they try to do it all themselves with working full-time jobs, having their own family to take care of, and they burn out, they become resentful. It is better to try to figure out the root cause of why someone doesn't want an outsider to come in and help them than to try to accommodate the older person because they have this disorder, especially if they have gone their whole life and they've never been treated. But when I say this, don't self-diagnose your loved one. If they're having these symptoms, maybe you need to write it down, go with them to the doctor and say, I, I think there might be some physical problems. I'm also wondering if there are some anxiety problems going on. I've had people call me and go, I don't know what to do. This client just paces. They're so worried. They've become obsessed about some physical ailment. But that ailment and the obsession they have is not at the level of anything physical. And that's when I began to ask them, do you think we're looking at something that has to do with anxiety? And as I began to explain to people what anxiety looks like, and I'm talking about a clinical diagnosis of anxiety. I am not talking about a little nervousness here and there that you can go to sleep at night and the next morning you can wake up and it is gone. It is difficult to explore mental health with older people because mental health issues like anxiety and depression can be mental health, can be a physical issue, and it can also be a combination of both. So sometimes somebody has anxiety, maybe they have some depression, they come in, they explain all these physical symptoms, the doctor draws some blood work and finds out they have a low thyroid, gives them thyroid medicine and thinks that he solved the problem. But then the person might still be having anxiety. Do your research. Don't be afraid to talk to your loved one about what anxiety looks like. Don't be afraid to talk to them about talking to the doctor. And if you need to go with them. One of the suggestions I read for people that have social anxiety and they have trouble talking to the doctor is just to write everything down, give him the piece of paper, and then let him be the one to put the person at ease and work with them. Just remember that older people can have anxiety, social anxiety, general anxiety, that sometimes it can be confused with physical symptoms, or it can be a combination of both. Older people don't always understand about mental health as they sometimes lack the education that many of us younger people do have. I hope this episode has been helpful and thank you for being such a loyal audience. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The information that I am giving is meant for informational or educational purposes only. They are not meant to replace the advice and consent of a person's primary care doctor or physician. If you wish to send me an email, you can do it at info, I-N-F-O, at symbol, Kathy's Consulting, K-A-T-H-Y-S-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. Or you can check out my website at Kathy's Consulting dot com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for going on this caregiving journey with me.